the Sydney Cricket Ground. What a shot under pressure. This is where goal. The best kind of goal. What a legend. What a champion. Welcome to the Maybe Daily for the first time in 2024. Thanks for joining us. It's going to be a bloody big year ahead. I'm Sonny Munn. I'm with Mace Termaine as always. How are you travelling, Mace? Good, mate. Ready to rock. Ready to rock and roll or just rock? Mainly rock. I'm about 30, 70. Hmm. 30 rock, 70 roll. Rock's going hard. Roll is leaving. (laughs) Like, righto, let's roll. So maybe this will probably be about a three-parter. Maybe about ep three you can start rolling. What do you reckon? Let's do it. Let's rock. For anyone at home wanting to rock or roll, <laughs> I suggest rolling a few of them. Smoke them if you got them. We're sponsored by mintsports.com.au. Oh, Mintsports. Huge year 2024. We've got a studio huge. and everything, mate. And wait till you see this thing. It is absolute eye candy. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's to a sporting be in cornucopia, it. and oh. we are in the midst of it, my friend. I've got a spit on the floor there. Spit on it. Mm-hmm. They rub the walls. Yeah, no, that's the way to show respect. <laughs> no, it's good. Thanks for sponsoring us, guys. <laughs> Hey, we got your studio. Yeah, I'm going to spit on it. Okay. Okay. Oh, how are you at the birth of your first child? Enough fluids in the room. Hey, we're also sponsored by yeah. ICC, the new album from ICC, International Cricket Cock. <laughs> Hello, I'm Jeff Allardyce. Me and the boys have done it again and brought another hit single out. It's called ICC, International Cricket Cock. Hit it, boys. Let me put me milk down. Okay. We're cool, we're men, yeah, we think we rock. International cricket cock. You've got an opinion, yeah, we don't give a fuck. International cricket cock. Free speech is boring, yeah, we're taking stops. International cricket cock. Uzi's got a problem, yeah, save it for TikTok. International cricket cock. We're the men from the ICC. ICC, ICC, we're the men from the ICC, ICC, hey, ICC, we're the men from the ICC, what ICC, what ICC, we're the men and we don't give a fuck, international cricket cock. Let us pray, Mace. Yep. Let us pray that Mace's B sample doesn't test positive for anything. (laughs) Let us pray Jesus. that we get to see quality sports like lawn bowls at the next international <laughs> event. And let us pray that you and I watch some Olympics in the aforementioned Men's Sports Studio oh, this year live together. Cannot wait for that. It's a big year, mate. Big year, buddy. As always, we pray to the sporting gods, and these ones will be more relevant than they usually are. Yeah, it's a stretch. In the name <laughs> in of. The name of. Lacey, Lacey Underall. Underall. Rest in peace. The winning, winking kangaroo. kangaroo. Winning kangaroo, I just said. Winning winking kangaroo. kangaroo. <laughs> mm. hey. Robert. Robert. D. D. Costello. Deeks. Loves the vitamins. Love mm. Loves pooping himself at marathons. <laughs> and... and... Soup. Soup. 
Super Kochi Kairu. Oh, good accent, mate. Ah, pen. Welcome. Now, for the non-Japanese linguists out there, mate, anyone who's not from <laughs> Nippon, can you enlighten me as to what Super Kochi Kairu is? Super Kochi Kairu is Super Coach Frog. A certain amphibian that we all know, mate. Oh, okay. Mate. Super coach frog. Mate. Gee, I'll tell you what, they didn't really spend much time on the old super kochi. <laughs> it's pretty much the same word. <laughs> Lazy Japanese. Lazy Japanese. Hey, mate, it's 2024. Yep. It's a leap year, which means there's an extra day of sport for nothing. Oh. But more importantly, that means it's an Olympic year, mate. Oh, Jesus. So the Asian Cup's already kicked off. We've got the AFL, the NRL. We've got all sports, all codes, all time zones. Everything's covered. We're going to watch it so no one else has to. Then we're going to talk loosely based on it all year, every week. Mm. Mate, there's no such thing as a quiet year in sport. And 2024 looks to be a pretty raucous oh, one. yeah. It's coming, baby. Mate, the year's a bloody long time. It is. In life, it's a calendar year now firmly in the rear view of the sporting consciousness. So let's whack the hazards on, mate. Peer through the mist behind us and put her into reverse as we high-speed attempt <laughs> to run over the 10 biggest <laughs> moments of the year that was 2023. I should have said that from the top. Hey, we're going to do the 10 biggest moments of the year. What do you reckon? It's like you're doing a reverse... Imbecile. Reverse fucking Benjamin Button mm. podcast. Start at the end. <laughs> if you play this backwards, I make sense. Sonny. Mm. 10. Talk to me. 9. 8. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Sonny, let me ask you something. Hey! Over under proper mm. countdowns. Yeah. Aren't they just the best countdowns? Any type of countdown, any type of scenario of a countdown, a Mexican wave, a New Year's Eve countdown, anything to do with countdowns. You get excited well, as that number one's I coming. Know. I don't know. I like I like lists and I like countdowns. Yeah. Whenever you get one live, like you go to the cricket and it's, you know, five, four, three, two, one, it's out of sync with the big screen. And then they stand at the top of their mark and go, oh, what are you, lefty? Or I'm changing the field. Like, it's pretty anticlimactic. So you had some nightmares with the countdown. But uh, listen, I actually think there should be more countdowns used in everyday life. Everyday life. And it would make all the time. Okay. As you're sitting there waiting for a pee, you just start on the couch counting down as you're walking to it. How annoying. Start counting now for about 2 a.m. I'm sitting down these days, mate. I'm no good. <laughs> I had the best idea the other day. Countdowns, right? Judge mm. in a court about to give... Love it. Shot clock. Shot clock. Guilty Behind or not. the judge, a screen, just counting down yeah, love it. for the serial killer to know if he's guilty or not guilty. Bang! Split screen of his family outside <laughs> and the prison that he's going to be going to. So you can get that classic yeah. barroom shot of them celebrating. Three, two... <laughs> One, uh, not guilty. I'm afraid it was after the buzzer. Judge Reinhold screws you. Yeah, life clock. Shot life clock. I don't mind the shot clock on How life. How good would that be? You know what is, yeah. you actually, it's a good point because whenever you travel and there's been lucky enough to do a bit of traveling, mate, whenever you travel mm. and there's <laughs> something in each country that you want to pinch for your own, mm. why don't we have the countdown on our on our pedestrian crossings? That's everywhere. We don't that do that. That is everywhere. It. Yeah, takes I do the like angst that. away from it. Oh, I got twenty seconds. No worries. I'll check my phone. Point. Whatever. As opposed to like trying to stay vigilant. Sonny, I'm telling you, there is not enough countdowns, countdowns in this world. Not enough. They should be used all the time. You're getting paid. You're getting paid by big <laughs> countdown. Hey. Little side hustle. How much are you getting paid? You're getting paid five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. Nothing. <laughs>
This is the final countdown. Mate, it's it 2023's is. best 10. Now, a couple of honourable mentions before we get going. The sport of basketball had a big year, mate. Mm. Specifically, LeBron James became the NBA's leading point scorer. Mm. A record many thought would never fall from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The bogeyman rallied the hashtag girl dads over the inclusion <laughs> of trans athletes <laughs> in the sport. That Remember that? Wrong to that. Yeah, they're on a par. They're on a par. <laughs> Germany win the world champs for the blokes. Wembenyama and Ja Morant light up the NBA in very differing ways. And Mac McClung wins best name that sounds like a Miss Dunk. And Mac McClung also ironically wins the dunk contest. Unbelievable. Unbelievable year for the NBA. It was a great year. Really good. Wembenyama is terrifying. Oh, Praying Mantis, though. Praying. Like, he's going to get stuck in the net or something. He jumps that high. He's going to come down and go, how'd you do your ACL? Just snapped it in the net. What's in the net? Yeah, he's just hanging there. Uh, we're going to cut the nets down. Cut Wemby down. Put him on a gurney. Can you imagine wheeling him into surgery? Oh, Jesus. Uh, can we clear three rooms? It'd be like trying to get Sully on the Hudson. They're just clearing everything out. You need a megaphone at each end. Feet on moving, yep. moving, 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 moving. Yeah, <laughs> it's a time difference. <laughs> now, the surgery itself, you had private cover, so it was pretty cheap, but the long-distance phone call to the surgeon up the other end is going to cost you an absolute mozza. <laughs> they got call signs at every limb. Uh, Oscar Bravo, we are at the kneecap. <sighs> he bends his knee and they need a Sherpa just to go to the patella. Your base camp is his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Giant human, oh. freakazoid. No, this will be a smooth episode. I thought we'd be pretty crisp after a bit of time off. More honourable mentions, mate, yeah. or dishonourable mention this time. Sure. In athletics, Australia's Nina Kennedy shares gold. Nice. With the Sepo at the pole vault worlds. Remember that? Yeah, wow. Haven't thought about that. That's amazing. They were tied on the same height and both knackered and both admitted afterwards, they're like, you know what, I, the pressure was getting to me. I was tired. I was fatigued. So... We turned to each other and said, do you want to share it? Mm, very woke. And it was lauded as this glorious moment of um, sportsman or womanship. <laughs> and I thought it was disgusting. So did I. Absolutely disgusting. How dare they? So un Australian. By the way, were you going to line up on the 100 metres phone and go, hey, guys, why don't we all just share it? Everyone go home. <laughs> no. Faster, better, bigger, stronger. <laughs> don't give up. Oh, you're tired, are you? Yeah, right. Woke as shit ever needs. You just give up the marathon after 9Ks. <laughs> Anyway, good luck to Nina at Paris. Don't share anything, mate. To swimming, mate. Sure. It is an Olympic year, so swimming is going to be back oh. on the radar, like it or lump it. More than just a motor transport, that's for sure, this year. Yes, mate. Molly O'Callaghan. I want you to remember that name if you don't know Molly O'Callaghan. Molly O'Callaghan. Molly, oh yeah. She won five world titles last year. Yeah. Her and Ariana Titmus will be on the nation's lips come Paris. And we'll be there for every splash in the fast pool of France, my friend. And finally, in the honourable mentions, the F1, mate, where oh. Aussie Piastri, Aussie Oscar, he won a sprint race. Ricardo's big grin is back on the grid. Hopefully he'll be chatting it up with Marty Brumble as he bumbles us into next season. <laughs> no doubt, once again, monopolised by Verstappen. So there's a few who didn't make it. We should get into the top 10 sporting moments of 2023. Yes, please, mate. Please, let's do it. Let's bang it out. What if you'd said no? <laughs> nah, see you, mate. Oh, okay, cheers. <laughs> All right. On a scale from one to ten, ten, a fantasy fulfilled, or adults 
who can count. We kick off the yearly countdown with the game played in plaid purgatory. Golf! Mm. 2023 saw no longer fat Phil Fickle Mickelson's immense gambling history laid to bear. The Fickle one showed to have punted away $1 billion over the past three decades. <laughs> that is double the annual GDP of Tonga. Uh, fair reference. <laughs> Everyone's still using Pacific Island domestic net worth as financial references, aren't they? Yeah, good. It's like how everyone always uses for scale when you grab something, when you see something for scale, they always use a 50 cent coin. That's all it's good for. Or a tumour is always grapefruit size. Oh, it's a grapefruit size tumour. It's always grapefruit. Grapefruit just gets stiffed, man. Hard. By the way, overrated fruit. Overrated. Major. It's basically medicine. It's like, fruit's delicious. Like, yeah, if you drink enough of this, maybe it'll mask your urine test and get rid of that chlamydia. You might get a tumour the size of it. You can put some sugar on it if you want it for breakfast. No. No. I don't want to work for that. Get the morphine. No, get the grapefruit juice. Fuck. Get the grapefruit juice. Clear me out. How big is it? Put a 50-cent coin next to it. But the biggest golf story of the year, arguably the biggest shock of the sporting year, came in June when PGA Commissioner and A-grade turncoat douchebag Jay Monaghan shat in his hand and rubbed the brown stuff in the face of all loyalist PGA golfers and fans under the cloak of darkness, Mace. Shockingly, the PGA merged with the Saudi blood money-backed live. Wow. It's a historical day for the PGA Tour and the game of golf. But what we're talking about today is coming together to unify the game of golf and to do so under one umbrella. I was hugely disappointed. I think this is one of the saddest days in the history of professional golf. Uh, I do believe that the governing bodies, the entities, the professional entities have sacrificed their principles for profit. And live CEO and notorious public nudist Greg Norman was nowhere to be seen. <laughs> the shark, completely blindsided, left flapping about on deck, oh. frantically searching for a pair of unstained <laughs> dacks. You wake at the shark, he'd be hairless, wouldn't he? He'd be hairless, wouldn't he? You think he's skinless. He's... <laughs> you must have had the nair days, didn't you? Back in the day when using nair for the first time. Me? When you want to get rid of the hair nah. downstairs. Mate, have you seen me? <laughs> As our friend of the pod TC would say, the most nondescript rig he's ever seen. <laughs> I'm full Portuguese from the elbow down. It's a rug. <laughs> I go swimming in the ocean and crustaceans nestled in there. The rest of me is like a, a tarp <laughs> slip and slide at a kid's bloody He'd be gaping. hairless, wouldn't he, though? He'd be hairless, shark. He'd be just, <laughs> what is your he'd just be so hairless. hairless. I don't know. <laughs> just, he'd be shaving constantly. So hairless. It's like being a round circle or very unique. So hairless. You're the hairless or you're not. <laughs> he'd feel the hairs coming out. <laughs> you'd hear them. He could hear them coming out and be like, oh, get me in there. I need to shave. I need to shave everything. <laughs> Also, he's not actually hairless. He's constantly shaving. Constantly shaving. He's feeling the hair coming out. Oh, so he's he's like getting in a vat of nair. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like a plunge pool of nair. He's in a, you know when they get in the ice? He's just up to his head in nair. <laughs> he's just there. Constantly in nair. <laughs> Try the new nair. <laughs> he fills a garbage bin full of nair. He just sits yeah. in it. They knock on the door. <laughs> Sharks in nair. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, he w he'd be able to go up to the gills. He'd be under there for days. <laughs> in there. He 
would. He would. Sharks, Sharks in there. there. <laughs> yeah. It just reminded me of when I started using Nair, Sonny. Sorry, what? What do you mean you started well, using Nair? Well, me and a couple of mates happen? at school just start. We found out about Nair. Yeah. And for the four pubes that we had on our un, in our underdacks, we were like, we should Nair them, see what it's all about. <laughs> and a um, verb now. <laughs> okay. Oh, big night on the Nair last night. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember Benny Bastoni, great friend of the pod who I went to school with. Benny Bastoni, big AC Milan fan. He should Nair his name. It was yeah. four of us that said, let's use Nair. And we all came back and showed that, look at this, look at this, four pubes are gone. Oh, God. Mate, he tried to shape BB into the top of his pubes. <laughs> Benny, Benny Bastoni. Who's that for? Who's that for? <laughs> he call his dick the BB gun. Shooting pellets at that age, youngster. Shooting pellets. So what happened when you used Nair? What did you use it on? Your head? Mine went... <laughs> no, I used it under my undercarriage. On me, on me pubes. Okay. And they were gone. But Benny Bastoni didn't came back and goes, check this out, boys. BB. Didn't look great. Couldn't really work it out, but that's what he went What's with. What's his surface area, mate? He's doing... B is not a short one to do. He's Italian. Yeah, but still... Got a lot of work have, down like, there. Childbirthing hips. <laughs> Not even Tassie's got a map of Tassie that big. It started the high school thoughts coming back. Max Purcell gelling his pubes into an M. That was weird when we showed up okay. one day. It was just getting <laughs> okay. weird. But let's let you okay. know. We're getting Sharks off the in mark. there. We're Sharks off the in mark. there. Sharks <laughs> in there at number 10. Shout out Khashoggi. Shout out Benny Bastoni. The BB gun himself. Look, look how the are pod. these blokes, though? This li- these live blokes. I mean,. Wolves in Lacoste clothing. I mean, it is out of control <laughs> what these blokes are doing. No, I'm a PGA guy. I'm a PGA guy. I am. I am. I am a PGA guy. Yeah, 100%. I'm not signing for 400 mil, all right? What about 600? Well, I'm a family man too, so I've got to make sure my family have the best resources available to them. And, uh, I've got to make sure my family are okay. Your family are fine, mate. They are absolutely fine. Sorted. 400 mil... I've looked into it, Bubba. You don't even have kids. Oh, there's a family, man. I'm sure. Got to make sure they're all set up. What, for like multiple generations, Insane. they don't have to do any work Insane. and still be billionaires? It's a mockery. I think I was vacuuming past the TV and heard Fox World News say Ram is getting 900 million. I just had to z- just a beep, 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 come back to the TV and just looked and went, did they say 900 million? It's that loud a number that went over the top of your Hoover. It out Hoover to Hoover. Now that's a bloke who really sucks. <laughs> the money is great, obviously is wonderful, but what I've said before is true. I do not play golf for the money. I play golf for the love of the game and for the love of golf. But as a husband, as a father, and as a family man, I have a duty to my family to give them the best opportunities and the most amount of resources possible. And that's where that comes in, right? Obviously, it is a factor. You suck, you jackass. Always wondered what Shark would be, what Shark would be in a character in Caddyshack if, if the man got a role. Would he be like a nudist popping out of holes like the gopher? <laughs> <laughs> he just constantly... So instead of the gopher? Instead of the gopher, it's just... What's the opposite of him? He's got hair, the gopher. Norman. Instead of the gopher, it's just a nerd Norman just... Poking his head up. <laughs> Who's over there? That's where he's been. He's been in tunnels. No one knows yeah. where he is. 100%. He's gone through tunnels nude. He's literally gone underground and just shimmies the... his elbows up. Because <laughs> he's covered in the nair? 
And he just slides through the hole. <laughs> right? I'm all Ned. <laughs> Don't nobody gonna see me. Yeah. Oh, we've solved it. <laughs> Shark's Ned is way into the Caddyshack set and he's taking over the Gophers. Oh. Mate, yes. I'm very reluctant yes. to ask this. Mm-hmm. But last year, for yep. any loyal listeners out there, all seven of you, mm-hmm. I asked you to come up with your top five moments of the year and you came up with some personal ones. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to bring them up, but it involved eating your son's fecal matter accidentally and, I don't know, having domestics because you put ice magic in the fridge. It wasn't great. So I've asked you, I thought I'd keep it simple. And sure. just do a bit of a top three. Do you want to do them now? I've done do you want a top to do them? three. Should I get the ball rolling with my first of the top three, number three? Yes, but you've taken it seriously this year. Look, I have. I had plenty. I had plenty of highlights this year. Ooh. Plenty of good times. Oh, hello. One of the great times was Parker when I gave him a chocolate and I said to him, Is this number three or not? No, is this, this is an honorable little, mention. This is an honorable mention. Honorable mention, the old good friend of the pod, great friend of the pod, little Parker. I just really enjoyed his response. I gave him a chocolate and said, how was the chocolate? Any good? And he said, a hundred good. It's pretty fucking good in my eyes. A hundred good. A hundred good. Just lining up the goods. Mate, I reckon that could take off. Forget Scrotox. (laughs) Forget the Riz. (laughs) Webster's word of the year. A hundred good. I had my first Hemingway drink this year, which is absinthe and champagne. Excuse me? It's called a Hemingway. It's what he used to drink. Lovely Ernest Hemingway yeah, right. in Florida Keys. Just a little eye-opener for Ernie. It tasted absolutely fucking disgusting. Absinthe and champagne. Did you write punchy sentences about <laughs> old men being grisly afterwards or anything? What'd you do? By the way, Ernest Hemingway. Fakest name ever. Of course he was going to be famous. Like, is that the most famous... It's effectively a novel. <laughs> his first novella was his birth certificate. Ernest Hemingway, the end. <laughs> He's known for his economy of words. What if his name was like Bruce or something? Wouldn't work, would it? Bruce, How's yeah. that writer, Bruce? Bruce Smith. Bruce Brucen. <laughs> Bruce Brucen, I'd write that. <laughs> what the fuck is Bruce Brucen? What's he writing? Well, geez, mate, if your son's saying 100 good and you having a drink <laughs> didn't make the top three, um, you know, I paid for the whole couch. I'm only going to have to sit on the edge of it. You've got me ready. Top three. I found a new sport, Sonny. Oh, it's called 10-pin bowling. 10-pin bowling. I went with the family. I played 10-pin bowling and I couldn't believe what was happening. An erection started as I threw that ball down and it was on. The love was there. Something happened. Mate, can I tell you something? Please. It's not anything I've ever put any thought into, mm. for better or worse. Mm. But as soon as you said... 10-pin bowling, <laughs> I went, yep, yep, can see it. Can see you in leagues, can see you doing like, you dress Absolutely. up as Santa down at the bowling club yeah. every year. Yeah. I can see you doing all sorts, mucking around, accidentally taking the shoes home again. You've got like 40 pairs at home. Well, is it, that's right. Like the dude listening to pins get rattled down. You're up at two in the morning watching seven ten splits. I can see you as a bowler. I want to be it. I, this is my calling. You've got the lack of hygiene and fashion. I, exactly. I All look you've like got a to bowler. Do now is maintain poor athleticism, and you're in. That's right. I look like about a thousand hot dogs. <laughs> Just don't lie down sideways in, in the alleys because with that bonce, <laughs> oh you might get a God. burly trucker yeah, pick you up and hurl you down. Someone might hurl me down. 
It's great for the family. Very good, easy to play with young kids with the bumper and throwing it down. Well, hang on a minute. No, oh, no I'm not no, playing no, bumper. No, 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 it no. automatically comes so up for Parker. Alley? No, you don't even have to do that anymore. When it pops up. Bumper automatically pops up when Parker is bowling. Goes back down when you have to go up. What do you mean they come up? So it's a guard? or Yeah, a, a an automatic guard that comes up electronically when Parker had to bowl, then went back down for the big dog. God, forget the countdown. I could use that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If I ever go home with a lady, can you guide this in? It's been a while. Listen, when I was there, <laughs> I knew some, I knew the love came from somewhere. It organic. It grew in me. It was dormant in me, mm, like a fungus. I realised mm-hmm. ten pin bowling has been in my blood, in my family, in my family tree for years. Oh yeah. And I remember growing up. My dad. Yeah, he looks like a bowler. And my two uncles and my brother yeah. started a 10-pin bowling team called the Barracudas. Oh, yeah, good. Because of the fingers and stuff? Yeah, great. No, awesome. <laughs> well done. The Barracudas, mate. That's more offensive than actual a bowler. <laughs> the Barracudas. They supply every Monday night. Come home Wednesday. They all had their own nicknames. Oh, yeah. They all had their own nicknames. Their names were Mark Snapper Longley, nice. Morris Hammerhead Starachi, who could spin it. Very strong. Steve Flathead to Maine. Broad, great friend of the prod, Big Guppy to Maine. Because <laughs> he was a youngster. Big Guppy. <laughs> Big Guppy. Big Guppy's amazing. Not a bumper in sight, just quietly. That's it. <laughs> they had an emergency as well when someone's away called Pete the Whale. Oh, Pete the whale would always come in. Wow. It was. Always hard to catch the whale. He's <laughs> always hard to catch. They're good nicknames. Cause Great. Big Guppy, the youngster, whatever. But you said Hammerhead had some spin on it. Is that because he like the Hammerhead could, would cover a fair <laughs> bit of the alley, the bowling alley? Yeah, what well, he about it. If you're a swordfish, it. you'd bring the swordfish out for like one pin. True. Swordfish, this is yours. Hammerhead, you just barrel down the guts. Yeah, Starachi had this spin. Oh, Starachi, his name has spin. His name is... So, <laughs> so hard not to be offensive saying that name. How did he hold the ball with all fingers touched together going, Hey, Starachi. <laughs> they all wore gloves. you got to wear gloves. Got to wear gloves. Right. Serious competition. One year they lost the final, but the mm. Hammerhead Starachi... Stole a trophy from the office and then told the whole family that they won it. And we believed it for years. Did Big Guppy, was Big Guppy in Big it? Guppy was involved. Big Guppy was just the, yeah, the young Casey Affleck in Goodwill Hunting. You better be in this wow. fight. Yeah. Yeah. They, so they so stole you're gonna, it. You're going to continue the strong bloodline of 10 pin bowlers, <laughs> mate. So they stole the trophy and screwed it on the front of the esky they drank out of every night, which was a Life Be In It esky. Life Be In It made eskies? <laughs> yeah, now sunscreen, hats, exercise. What do people need when they're exercising outside? <laughs> Shitloads of cans. Mate, I actually, sp- I actually spoke... I'm going to go get in my Life Be In It hammock and open my Life Be In It esky. Are they sponsoring drinks called Hemingway's now? What are you doing? It's not life being in it at all. That's life be out of it. So I know Hemingway would have been a bowler for sure. Look, I spoke to Flathead today Ooh. about getting some history, and all he Friend said was, oh, I can't really remember anything, but I remember there was a team of hippies, two girls and two boys, dreddies, and they were called the Hairy Clams. That's all he could tell me from the history of knowing them. And you know what's weird? <laughs> That's all he could tell you, and it was still too much. <laughs> 
That is an innate skill. And then he said at the end, oh, I've lost the esky. It's like, mate, it's all good. I'm not looking for the esky. It's not a big deal that you lost it. In fairness, it was like the highlight for me. I'm like, bloody earth, I want to see that esky. One Christmas they had four stubby holders made. Lost. Lost. No one can find these stubby holders. All right, mate. They're stubby holders. You're making that sound like it's like... Like the ashes. It's the next bloody Indiana Jones film. We've got to find four stubby... Mate, I've lost three today. In my house. They're gone forever. In my head, I'm like, they're gone. As the Buddhist would say, already broken. As the pisshead would say, I'll get another stubby holder. All right. Well, if anyone out there has seen... The Barracuda uh, Esky Trophy or Stubby <laughs> Holders, just return them to your nearest post office and um, put a self-addressed stamp envelope on it, I guess. So watch your space, Sonny. Well, no, not self-addressed. It'll go to your house. <laughs> the, I'm making yeah. a 10-pin bowling team. I'm finding Great. people here and it's happening. Great. It's my new sport. Sport. Okay, interesting. We're going with sport. That's good. Can you do that and then practice and play once a week and really be into it? And then when you come to Melbourne, I'll just grab three random homeless people off the street and beat you guys? <laughs> Please. Is that cool? Deal. Deal. Yeah, no, nah, no worries. <laughs> we'll be the hairy clams. At number nine, mm. Dictator Dan continued the unprecedented oh. draconian period of governance for Victorians. As if whipping up a 5G pandemic wasn't enough for the lockdown king, he duly fronted the media in July, removing his scamdemic mask just long enough to kill the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> Mace, in a blow to young athletes, indigenous communities, rural tourism boosts, and all lovers of watching Australia dominate such glamour sports as lawn bowls, three-on-three wheelchair basketball, Greco-Roman wrestling, squash, and Commonwealth Games sport, 10-pin bowling. Oh, baby! You know it. That was uh, back in Malaysia in 98. Some quality stuff. The Kung Flu wet market lab man Andrews announced the sporting capital of the world would no longer be hosting the 23rd running of the Commie Games. Unbelievable. In terms of uh, where we go to from here, the uh, Games will not proceed uh, in Victoria in 2026. Look, I've made a lot of difficult calls, a lot of very difficult decisions in this job. This is not one of them. Frankly, six to seven billion dollars for a 12-day sporting event, we are not doing that. That does not represent value for money. That is all cost and no benefit. Poor old Dan's back. That's what gave it out. All this pressure, all this com games sitting on the back of those shoulders. That's what's happening. The weight of the com games. Didn't he fall? Is that what? Didn't he have a bad back because he fell off a ladder or something? Well, he was on the ladder, f- stressing about the com games. But you think it was the weight of the budgetary constraints of the com yeah, games? Yeah, I reckon it was that. He was up wow. there and he was the com games and came down. <laughs> Talk about straw that breaks the camel's back. He's gone through COVID. Oh. He's gone through... But watching us yeah. smack bloody Malaysia in three-on-three wheelchair basketballs <laughs> in the end of it. Yeah, that's right. Do you care? Did you care when the Com um, Games were cancelled? Honestly. I didn't, but I did a bit of homework on the Com Games when this is all happening, and it's a real... We yeah. actually need the Com Games, especially being an Australian sport fan. It, it's a real tee-up to the Olympics. Absolutely. It's a gateway. It's always been the Tito to Michael, hasn't it? It's always been the Tito to Michael. And it's oh, like, never sure. had that shine to it. 
It was a bit of a thing that was on, and you could go f- four weeks without even knowing it was on. One of those. Oh, for sure. It's twofold, though, because it's a pathway for young athletes before they make the big stage, mm. and they can sit there and get their confidence and learn how to be in a village and do all that sort of stuff before they go to the Olympics and really represent. And there's also, as a sports fan, like a general sports fan who's not just in it to win it, it is mint watching obscure sports where it's like, oh, we win another one, did we? Like, <laughs> honestly, it's like taking a number at the butchers when the Commonwealth Games are on. Oh, mate. Ding, number 47, uh, your gold medal's ready. <laughs> Do another gold with that? Sure. Yeah, no worries. Just fucking handed them out. It's unbelievable. It's like, what is this sport? I haven't even seen this sport before, but we're apparently really good at it compared to some island off the coast of Fiji that I've never heard of. Can I get three kilos of salami, four gold medals, um, a tub of feta? Uh, chuck us in a silver. <laughs> I've got a mate coming over from Nauru. I don't want him to feel bad. Yeah, I'll give him a silver. The saddest part about this is is that they can't. you can't find a home for this goddamn thing. It could die, mate. It could go into the ether. It really could. Hello, darkness, my old friend. It's also a real blight on... Well, not the state but melbourne because yeah you can't claim to be the sporting capital of the world that's right when you're cancelling international tournaments and events that's a, a really large good scale event to cancel you can't be like and with a sporting capital of the world no mate the disrespect no. sonny from melbourne and dan to say you know what fuck it we'll get rid of that thing mate we're the biggest party house in the whole street uh you just got to be out by seven and not make any noise <laughs> okay well don't claim it then mate there's heaps of rules <laughs> So who who's Melbourne ceded it to? Who has the mantle of sporting capital of the world? Because it can't be Melbourne anymore. Jeez. I'll tell you what. This year it's probably Paris with, with the, the Olympics. Probably would be. Yeah, probably would be. But jeez, it's up for grabs. I reckon it's up for grabs. You can't cancel something of that magnitude and then go, by the way, have you seen that you can walk from the G to the tennis? Mate, you cancelled 50 countries. That's right. That's exactly right. I actually think Tassie in a few years will be a very big sporting hub, especially with the AFL, who I love. The sporting capital of the world? <laughs> what, Hobart? <laughs> mate, they got the Sydney to Hobart. Uh, and I'll get back to you. Mate, they've got the Jackies, the Jack Jumpers, the Jackies, who I love. Jackies? Well, you're on a nickname basis, are you? <laughs> Nickname basis with the Jackies down in the sporting capital of the world, Hobart. Probably my favourite Australian sporting team at the moment. The Jackies come are. Come from nowhere. Great, great squad. Great culture down there. The Jackies. Hey, no spoilers. Don't get a mention in the top 10 countdown. <laughs> Number eight. Uh. 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 Someone who would have been front and centre of the aforementioned now casket-bound Com Games. At number eight, mm. it's the Peter Bowl drug oh, saga, mace. This was a wild, wild ride. If you guys remember, way back in January, Spag Bowl tested positive for EPO and the nation hung its collective head in devastation. Mm. Despite the Aussie cult hero vehemently denying the use mm. of any performance-enhancing drugs, mm. Pastor Pete was flung against the wall and we all agreed. Spag bowl looks cooked. <laughs> you don't spike someone's drink with EPO. It's not a Cosby cocktail party. <laughs> no one gets accidentally spiked with EPO. <laughs> Actually, I'm not even sure, in fairness, not there'll be a lawsuit, but not even sure that it happened at a bloody Cosby party, <laughs> would it? Because <laughs> I woke up and I wanted to go and run a marathon. It was weird. Are you on the EPO around at bloody Cosby's, were you? Yeah. Erect penis offensive or something. Anyway. 
Did you inject yourself with EPO? Absolutely not. I've never used or possessed any performance-enhancing drugs. Did anybody else inject you with EPO? Absolutely not. Could you have accidentally been injected with EPO? You can't accidentally inject EPO into your body, and that's a clear no. I will never even consider doing any performance-enhancing drugs, let alone inject something to my veins. So this was handled incredibly poorly sure. by the supposed Sport Integrity Australia. Shocking. His results were leaked to the media in February. The B sample returned what was called an atypical result, so it's not positive or negative. Sport Integrity Australia kept the investigation ongoing. He couldn't compete. He lost all momentum. He lost all confidence, and the world thought he was a drug cheat. Then, yeah. on the last day of July, Spag was finally exonerated, cleared of all doping charges, and the Spagman's case has prompted WADA, the World Anti-Doping Agency, to review all of its practices when it comes to EPO testing. So incredible. he's back. Absolutely incredible. It's something that went a bit under the radar considering the last time he was running around in the green and gold, he had mm. the biggest groundswell of support from the nation. That's right. I remember seeing his family packed into his room, 30 of them in there. He's lost a lot of momentum, so who knows how he's going to go. But, man, when he runs around in his heats, if he can make the final, oh. well, he narrowly missed out on a medal last time, but if he can make the final in Paris, it <sighs> would be one of the big sporting stories of the year. Peter Bowl. Peter Paris Bowl, as I'm going by him. I like it. In this Olympics coming up. Peter Paris Bowl. This is the story for me mm. of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I want to see Peter do well. It's a story, as we always talk about sport. Stories, not scores. An unfortunate story, but this is Hollywood. It's coming, baby. It'll be all eyes on him, and part of me is bracing for feeling pissed off if he doesn't do well because he he's lost out on earnings. He's lost out on mm. public reputation. Mm. There's still going to be that first sentence somewhere in Wikipedia. He has to win, doesn't he? Does he have to win to clear his name? No, he doesn't have to win. His name is cleared. He's 100% exonerated. He's never taken drugs in his life. It's just that if he had a career where he nearly won a bronze, mm. lost by a bee's dick on the line, yep. we'd all go, oh, my God, how good was that ride we had with him? Mm. Anything that happens now, if he loses something or falls over or anything, it'll be, oh, man, this guy, you know, was always going to happen. He should have had this sort of a hurdle thrust upon him. He's had enough hurdles in his life without such a calamitous fuck-up. It was an absolute fuck-up from the get-go. It got leaked. It got made public when it shouldn't have. The integrity unit kept the investigation ongoing, despite the fact that he'd been cleared after the B sample was atypical. He hasn't been able to train like he would. It's just so much external pressure on a young bloke with enough issues going on that he can't possibly be at his optimum and his peak when he needs to be because like most sports, athletics is partly mental. So, I don't know. Fingers crossed it turns into the greatest sports story of the year. Wouldn't it be great if he juiced over not just the night before, just got on it and said, fuck it. (laughs) Fuck it. He juiced and won, and he's like, oh, yeah, right, I'm going to be that dumb (laughs) on the eve of the comp. He's got, like, needles coming out of him and stuff. No, I've always worn these, mate. Yeah. (laughs) On our swear was escargo, not EPO. Look at that S car go. Look at that S car go. Well, along with Gout Gout, Spag Bowl is definitely going to be Paris Pete, the man to keep an eye on in 2024. Mm. 
I'm into that. Ah, pin. Seven, seven, seven. The Magnificent Seven. They were only seven, but they fought like seven hundred to bring the kind of justice that would last. Seven, seven, seven. The Magnificent Seven. At number seven in the top ten of the whatever we're calling this, 2023 <laughs> top ten countdown review scenario. Yeah, this is what we did last time. God, we never remember. Every never remember time. to get a name, do we? It's so consistent. It's the Eddie Jones World Cup Wallabies debacle, mate. Mate. Ribbit. Mate. Ribbit. When signing on with the webbed hand way back in January, we all lauded the appointment of the amphibious Super Kochi. Welcome, Super Kochi Karu Eddie Jones, to Tokyo. Yeah, nah, you're, blur- you're blurring some lines. You're blurring some lines, mate. After grabbing the conch, yep. Frog Boy Jones went full burko, ditching the experience at selection time. World Cups aren't for blooding youth, Edward. His reign of terror <laughs> included a win rate of two out of nine games. Can you name the two teams he beat, Mace? Um, Portugal? Yeah, powerhouses, traditional rivals. And Fiji. Oh, no, we lost to Fiji. Georgia. Oh, yeah. it's the Moops. We won zero against everyone else. We averaged over 30 points conceded per game. Not going to win too many with that. We had six skippers in nine tests. Good to share these things around. Last in the rugby championships. And we were bundled out of the World Cup in the group stage after losses to Wales and Fiji. The Wallabies, once proud beacons of Aussie sporting glory now. Just a ribbit. Rubble. Thanks for the worst the press conference I've ever had in World Rugby. Worst press conference. Well done, boys. Can we that is the worst I've ever seen. Can we have one? Worst I've ever seen. Do a job interview with uh, Japanese rugby a couple of weeks before the World Cup. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. The World Cup's about getting in the playoffs to start with. Yeah, in no stage of the game did Georgia look like they could win the game. Georgia. Georgia. Ribbit. Mate, you ask anyone where Georgia is, no one would have a fucking clue where Georgia is. Nah, no, she's out the back having a dart, mate. <laughs> Georgia and Portugal. Mm. As if this was a disaster. You should be a sub-editor. That's a headline. Oh. Georgia and Portugal. As if. As if. Look, fun little fact here. Ribbit is actually Latin for mate. You wouldn't believe it. I'll look that up. <laughs> a little Google search on the way. Uh, a little Latin. bit of homework. A bit Latin. Ribbit is Latin for mate. Japanese frogs are also uh, associated with luck and transformation in Japan, Sonny. Is that right? So no wonder he went there. No wonder he went there. He was also responsible this year for some of the greatest press conferences mm. of the year in sport, mm. only worsened by his hat. Oh, fucking frog hunter. <laughs> Paul fucking Hogan would be jealous of old Eddie Jones in the international fucking departure lounge. Ah, oh, mate, listen here, you journos. Like, who is this drunk frog sitting in the Qantas lounge? Imagine playing your 10-pin bowling next to him. His big guppy would just be a little tadpole. <laughs> G'day, mate. Ribbit. Rabbit. Oh, they'd be the, it'd be the Barracudas versus the Tadpoles? I'm fully committed to making this 7-10 <laughs> split. Are you going to go the 7 or the 10? I'm fully committed. I'm fully committed. <laughs> Our Eddie interviewed with Japan mid-World Cup, Mace. Ribbit. <laughs> said leaving was not his decision. Then he decided to leave. Rugby Australia chairman's mm. also since departed. Frog boy hopping his way to, you guessed it, Japan, <laughs> where he will lead them presumably <laughs> via a youth policy of Tadpoles and... 
maybe give their media verbal uppercuts. So there you go. We're disappointed with the results. Uh, it just didn't go as we, as we liked it to go. Are you talking to Japan at the moment and why are you exploring that interest? I've had no discussion with them, mate. Can you give Wallabies fans your absolute 100% commitment that you will not be coach of Japan next year? I'm committed to coach Australia. Next year? I'm committed to coach Australia. No, staying, mate. Uh, always been committed to Australian rugby. I want to leave it in a better place. I've got some stats on Eddie Jones for you, mate. I found some stats on him. Certain species of frogs can freeze nearly solid in the winter <laughs> and emerge unscathed in the spring. Wood frogs in Japan oh. evolved and can freeze up to 65% of their body every winter. Frogs use their eyeballs to help themselves eat. Hang on a minute. Can we slow down a bit? <laughs> You're saying that a frog can effectively freeze, like hibernate, over a winter period and then come back to life in spring. Exactly right, my friend. So he died he and fell asleep during the World Cup and will be springing back into action in Japan. He froze in the mind and the body uh-huh. and then evolved yep. into the Japanese frog that he always wanted to be. Off the clock. Okay, what was the next bit? They eat with their eyeballs. Frogs use their eyeballs to help them eat. He'd use his eyes. He'd be an eye eater for sure. Absolute eye eater. I reckon I'm an eye eater sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, that looks good. I eat it. My eyes are too big for my stomach. That looks good. That's a drawing of fruit. You don't want that. Go and have another custard tart. That poor katsu looks good, mate. The biggest frog in the world can weigh nearly seven pounds, the size of a newborn baby. That's big. That is a big frog. Where's that? Like in the Amazon or something? Japan, my friend. Is it Japan? Japan. They're all Japanese frogs. As if they're not eating these big frogs. Put Eddie Jones in a bit of sushi paper and whip him up. Surely. Wait till they get their peepers on the size of him. Seven pounds. <laughs> We've got a walking, talking one, mate. Uh, mate, you're trying to get a frog through customs? It's not happening. Hopping mad. <laughs> I tried to put it under the seat in front of me and it hopped into the overhead compartment. <laughs> I mean, how much can we milk on the frog talk? It's getting out of control. <laughs> Can you milk a frog? Surely you can milk a frog. For anyone who's listening for the first time, sorry. And also, we're pretty sure Eddie Jones is 80 to 85% frog. It's a bit like when you hear that a cucumber is like, what, 92% water or something? And you're like, yeah, but I'm holding it. And it's green. It's not water. Just as you look at Eddie Jones and think, sure, something's a bit off. Yeah. When you hold Eddie, when you hold him, he feels like a frog. You hold him. Yeah, you hold him in the air. You're 92% frog. You're like, surely this is a frog. Surely what I'm holding he's is a frog. One, he's 100% frog, mate. Surely when I tuck him under the arm, I just think, fuck, that's a bloody fucking frog I got under there. That would be a great way for him to actually teach rugby is instead of the balls, use that seven-pound frog. Whack that under your wing and you that's ball security. Fucking wallabies should have been using frogs. <laughs> It was like we were using frogs in the World Cup. Absolute bar of soap territory. <laughs> Honestly, it was just squirting out everywhere. Oh, dropping the frog. Oh, you dropped the frog in the shower, <laughs> did you? Don't want to do that in a French prison. I cannot believe he actually went there in the end. It is just... Yes, you can. I can, yes, but can. like, it's bizarre, isn't it? It's serious harm to his legacy. Serious harm. Yep. All right, mate, so as per, we've rabbited on massively and only gone through four of them. So we'll make this probably, I dare say, a three-parter. Mm. We'll come back with 654. I think that's the way it works. Please. And we'll be able to run through all of those. Now, mate, it's been a big year. Yeah. What have we learned? 
I don't think what have we learned's right, Sonny, if we're talking about the year. Oh, highly doubt it. I think highly it's more we it. should be looking more at New Year's resolutions. What could we change? I do like this, yeah. What could we enhance? Yeah. I've got a few. It's called New Year's resolutions, and it goes a little something like this. When you need a new thing in your life, there's only one way to go. There's a path. Do the math. <laughs> It's not crass. It's your New Year's resolutions, baby. Talking about a resolution. Uh -huh. Tune. New Year's resolutions. Mm. <laughs> mm. I just mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you look like shark coming out of the hole. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm all right. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going into a bit of Baywatch. I'm in there. No hair on me. Okay, so you did flag this with me, mm -hmm. and I don't know if my resolutions are what you wanted, but a little bit in the vein of me asking you for a countdown of your own, <laughs> I've got plenty of New Year's resolutions. Well, I've got eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, mine's, mine's considerably larger. How many you got? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's more of a shopping list of personal hygiene. I think it might actually be a shopping list. I think it was like get milk might be one of them. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do washing. Get milk. How about I just give you a few now? Hit me. And then we can sort of see how we're travelling. Go for it. Let's do it. How's the sting go again? Resolution. It will not be televised. Resolution. When you need a new thing in your life, there's only one way to go. There's a path. Do the math. It's not crass. It's your New Year's resolutions, baby. Don't you know who talking about a resolution? It sounds like a whisper. Resolution. We'll be live. New Year's resolutions. Hmm? New Year's resolutions. 2024. Talk to me. Write a to-do list not containing things I have already done. <laughs> Floss my teeth. <laughs> Just once. <laughs> Always have a backup pair of thongs. I like that. Especially for you. Mm. Oh, your head's at. Thank you. Put my bins out the night before collection day so I don't have to keep running outside nude in a panic with a panic boner every Wednesday morning. <laughs> panic boner. It might be Thursday morning. I genuinely don't know. Shit. <laughs> Buy toilet paper before running out of it. What are you doing then? Are you doing the transition? Are you doing the bath? Are you doing the shower transition? A lot of real estate sections of the local rag getting what they deserved. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I wouldn't buy that property after I've dealt with it. And I don't remember the chimney eating a shitload of runny corn. Start telling people I'm a great chess player. Really weird. Really full on. Not sure about it. Padded room. How are they going to know? Puzzle factory. How are, they but how are you know? bringing it up? No one talks about chess. No, I just say it. I just say it. And unless there's a chess board around or someone's like, yeah, I'll play you, they'll be like, okay, no <laughs> or, or like, you can help me out maybe. Just be like, hey, 
you know Munn's like oh. not grandmaster, but like he's a gun chess player. So when people ask him, I'm like, yeah, I'm a gun chess player. I alley-oop you. Yeah, just, hey, we got a whole year. we got a whole year to workshop it. You do suit chess, a degenerate, bum-looking, yeah, yeah like... Yeah, twat, yeah. Just 25 hours a day to waste and, yeah, <laughs> thinks he's smart and isn't. Sure. <laughs> when I started jumping the rook, yeah, they knew it was up. <laughs> When dropped at the airport, stop saying you too when told to have a safe flight. The Uber driver's not flying anywhere. <laughs> stop telling people to have a safe flight. They're not the pilot. Safety's out of their hands. Start telling people, hope you have a comfy flight. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so annoying. It's so annoying. Learn how to play mind games. <laughs> you're fucking playing mind games with a bloke when you say I have a comfy flight. Work out what happened to Richard Wilkins. <laughs> What's going on there? A lot. Is he arrested every day online or a lot. is it like... What's oh, wow. happening? All these, him and Koshy's heads are always on people getting marched away in head handcuffs. In handcuffs. In handcuffs. They put his in hair in cuffs. cuffs. Can you imagine that? Koshy's going to get out every time. Nightmare. Richard Absolute nightmare. They keep cuffing me hair. Do you want a couple more? Yeah, please. So there's a neighbour I know that I used to work with. I know it. I think his name's Paul. Maybe Peter. <laughs> you know him, do you? In 2024... I am going to say hi to him. I like that. It's getting awkward. Is he getting So you're not even saying it. You're giving him nothing. I've spotted him a at few him? times. I followed him home the other day and he's on my Sorry. streets. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> nah, well, he was at the shops and I was like, oh, do I say something? I'm like, oh. Is he looking at you like, as yeah. well? Is there double looks? Yeah. It's on him. Hey, his phone works too, mate. He could call me. But I will say hi this year. <laughs> Couple more resolutions in 2024. Please. Attempt a world record. Oh, I love that. I love that. Lose my speech impediment. <laughs> Don't you dare lose that thing. Lock it in, man. Lock. Give someone the Heimlich maneuver. What, not even when they're choking? Just do it. Oh, mate, I've got 366 days. It's happening. It's a leap year. This is my year. <laughs> Find the world's greatest vanilla slice. <laughs> it's always advertised as world's best. <laughs> they always are, aren't they? Always. World's best vanilla slice. Like, okay. <laughs> Who's going to know? Inform the bottle shop attendant that my name is not Chief, Boss, nor Champ. <laughs> Get the bottle shop attendant sacked. Take his job. Then add points to my frequent flyer rewards card for every transaction someone doesn't have their own card. <laughs> Way too thought about. Really weird. American psycho shit. Really strange. You know when you go to the bottle O yeah. and they're always like, you got a rewards card? I'm like, nah. I'm like, fuck, if I worked here, I'd have one. I'd just go bang. All day. All day. 100%. What the? Mate, I'll be sunning myself in Mallorca <laughs> before the big wigs even realise what's happened. <laughs> I'm a retail Kaiser Soze Christopher Scase sham artist. <laughs> two more, two more resolutions. Please. Learn to roundhouse kick. 
so specific. So specific. It can't be just a kick. It has to be roundhouse. When someone says, Happy New Year from February onwards, oh. or says any of the following, Merry Crimbo at Christmas. Death. Friday, Friday. Sunday, fun day. Or all the fields. In 2024, retaliate by roundhouse kicking them <laughs> smack bang in the face. And taking their rewards gun while they're unconscious. Uh, that's right. So that's just man. a few. Uh, <laughs> mate, if you'll permit it, there might be some more to come in the other episodes because I've got a lot of resolutions. Mate. Have you got some or do you want to save them for the next? Mate, I don't think I can do any more after what I've just heard. I think it was Ernest Hemingway after a hundred Hemingways. You sound so defeated. Just verbally <laughs> diarrheing his way through his New Year's resolutions. I'm going to give mine the next step. Okay, okay, okay. Just really get into them and let these ones that I just heard of the madman in a padded room in the puzzle factory simmer. Yeah, let them percolate, let them simmer, let them do what they got to do, mate. We've gone 10 through 6. We've gone about an hour when we should have gone about half of that. So yeah. we're going to have to come back. We'll make this a three-parter, I think, mate. We'll go the next yeah. three biggest sporting moments of the year of 2023. Until then, mate, if people don't like our countdown, that's great. Inform us. Let us know. Comment. How do they do that? Twitter. Instagram, maybe underscore underscore daily. That's Twitter and Instagram, maybe underscore underscore daily. Follow and like our shit, please. I think you'll find Twitter is now X. And also, I do like that the only time I've ever thrown to any kind of social media engagement at the end of an episode is when I've said, hey, if you don't like what we're doing, get in touch. <laughs> you watch right. it finally blow up. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> All right, mate, so yeah, I mate. love you. I need you to stay mint. Within the week, we're going to do the next three big moments. And crikey, maybe we'll talk some sport. Stay mint. I love you. Get in the vat. Get in the nair. Yeah. And enjoy yourself. You imagine if you fell asleep in it, would you have a nightmare? <laughs> I had such a nightmare. Uh, I woke up all hairy. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Stay mint. One of the great questions for you, Sonny. Bit of a quiz time. Not even one in. We are not even one in. Still on 10 for anyone counting at home. <laughs> yep. I'm going to give you two columns, PGA or live, as we would. Ah. And now I'm going to give you a couple of people. Would they be PGA or live? Great. Let's start with the great man who doesn't get enough talk on this podcast. One of the great characters, one of the great bad guys, Shooter McGavin. Live. Wouldn't he be the biggest live guy? He's in the nair. With He'd Shark. be in the vat, wouldn't he? 100% They'd in the be jacuzzi in the nair together straight away. Unless, the only way he wouldn't would be if Liv was actually like, we're changing golf and just doing party holes and stuff like they do. <laughs> All this bullshit. Party holes. And, and it was Happy Gilmore who was the ringleader of that. Of like, no, nah, we're going to do this party stuff. Great. And then he'd be obviously the opposite. Great. Yeah, I'm with you. Maybe that's where Shark went wrong because Shark just dropped off the face of the earth after he got hoodwinked in this oh. deal. 
He got completely led up the garden path. He's stuck in the vat. That's where he's been. He's in the nair. Mate, he's just, he's been in there so long, he turned side on and they didn't see him. Under the door. It's unreal. Yeah, how did this be a nudist when no one can see you? It's bloody rough, mate. That is rough. Yeah, it's so rough. He's kind of the shooter McGavin, right? Where you think 100% live. But he was also a bit of a, you know, a downstairs flute department bloody wielding. <laughs> downstairs flute department. He was a bit of a pervert. He was a bit of a weirdo. He was a bit of a sicko. So, yeah, look, long-winded way to answer, but I'd say live <laughs> for shooter. I saw two big fat naked bikers in the woods off 17 having sex. How am I supposed to chip with that going on, Doug? Now, next, I've got two more people, please, because you've already got Happy Gilmore out of the way, which okay. is going to be the okay. second. Okay, okay. Ty Webb, PGA or live? You know what? It, neither. Oh. He wouldn't play because that's how he is in Caddyshack. How do you measure yourself against other golfers? By height? No, 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 no. I'm not going with any of yous. He doesn't go with any of them. He just gets smoked to the bejesus belt. <laughs> And tease up with Lacey Underall in a pond out oh, the back. Pond to be good for you. Love it. I reckon he's neither of them. Last, Carl Spackler. It's in the hole. I'm going to the PGA. Carl would take any cent anyone gave him. Yeah. And then he'd blow it all on something to dynamite to blow up his own cash stash or something. <laughs> That's right, he would too. He'd go for it. He'd accidentally <laughs> blow it all up two seconds later. Hands down. There won't be any money. But when you die... On your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going for me, which is nice. 